So I wanted to do a quick recording on an idea that came to my mind as I was driving somewhere. Um, and I just, it just, the, suddenly this line popped into my head, which was, um, why must God be invisible? But it wasn't like a question, you know? The way it presented itself in its mind was like, um, like a claim almost. Um, like why God must be invisible or something like that. So I thought that was very interesting. And so I just sort of sat with those words and it made me think about what would my, what would my, what would my defense of that claim be? Because it did strike me as important and that there was something behind it, right? Like, I, I think I've, I've admittedly, admittedly have struggled sometimes with, you know, the fact that God is, um, if, if one believes in God or this higher, higher power or meta, metaphysical being, um, you know, for me, I'll say God is invisible in, in the sense that he can't, you know, stretch out his arms and, and, you know, extend a hug to someone for comfort or things like that, you know? Uh, now there's there's a lot to even with that because you know if God has created the world if He's created mankind then in a way God can reach you or touch you um, even if He Himself and His own personhood cannot or doesn't maybe not cannot because He's God He can do all things but you know if He doesn't it, there's a reason right and I mean if we think about like the um, the con the concept in in scripture where we see part we see in part not the whole. That there is a reason, right? It's like wh why are we a certain distance from the sun? Well, if we were any further away, we'd we'd you know be frozen over. If we were any closer, we'd burn up, you know. And so we're held in this incredibly, inexplicably miraculous distance from the sun, which is perfect, you know, for the earth. Um, so anyways, I guess I'm just speaking to the fact that there are obviously reasons, right? Why God is not here like, you know, like your neighbor that you see at, at the mailbox or something like that, right? Uh, like if you both get your mail at the same time or something. Um, but in another way, God is even closer, right? And that's where the invisibility comes in. I think what, why that line struck me as, as having something behind it or something to it is that in a sense god can can only be as close as he could be to us because of his quote-unquote invisibility right um and so it, it's a fairly simple point but if god were not invisible um if we want to stick with this idea then there there would be there could be a lot of risks with that one one being that you there would no there would not be any it's like god if god is suddenly reduced to a fact that changes things very very much <laughs> that changes things very 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 much why why is that because it would not it's like how do you have a relationship with a fact you, it's like, yes, it influences your life, right? It influences your life, but it's not as if you have a relationship to a fact. Well, hmm, this, could, this could be interesting. This could be interesting. Um,
how about this? If you know, if you know that this manifested God is, oh, this is going to get into a, a different direction than I wanted to go, <laughs> but that, that's part of the fun. But here, I'll just say this. Let me just wrap it up because I don't want to, I don't want to restart this whole thing. Um, <laughs> if, if God is in the flesh, then you would not, you couldn't not know it was God. So, okay, that's it. That, okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's, it. There would not be an ability to be freedom, okay? Because if God is truly God and he's in the flesh before you and there is no, if he's, if he's God in his full manifestation in, visibil, in visibility, okay? Not invisible, but as visible, right? To the, to the naked eye, you can see him or her or, you know, whatever you want to say is God. Um, you, then you couldn't not, you would know that was God and you could not, not know essentially. Now somebody could contest me on this, but basically you could not, not know that it was God. And therefore you would know his existence and you would basically have to like, have to know God, uh, have to, like you would be, you, there was no choice there. Okay. And I think, I think that is risky for free will. <laughs> okay. And that can be argued. That can be argued. If, 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 if somebody wants to argue that, please, please do. Um, but that's one of the risks for visibility. Right. But I think about it too. If we think about this from like, um, I tend to think and, and learn more about God, the nature of God through, through romance and through relationships and things like that. It doesn't have to be romance, but you know, it could be friendship, could be any relationship. Um, but, you know, romance is so, it, it's such a poignant type of relationship, right? And the thing is, is that if, if God were visible, there would always be that feeling of, I can't incorporate you into myself completely. Um, and I think the, the, the longing there, the, the, the frustration with like never having a complete and sustained union, okay? Um, is is what could be the frustration of a visible God. When when God's invisible, strangely enough, God is actually able to be closer to to the human, uh, in in the human even if you want to say it that way, right? Um, and that is that is not something that like is available to people between people even, and that can cause a lot of hardship um but at the same time it kind of has to be that way because otherwise you would like completely consume the person right you would just it's it's weird it's like in that just ravenous desire for the other the other person in like in a romantic sense you know you if you actually got them completely and and like consumed them completely they would be gone you know and 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 that would be it's very strange because what, what one desires, like this, this, this desire to kind of melt and kind of unify with this other person then absolves the ability for the relationship at all, right? So, so that, that's just a side note really quick. And that, that can, there's a lot of, there can feel like a lot of pain in that. But at the same time, there's this like, we have to, there's kind of a necessary acceptance of, of the fact that this is a reality between, between humans in human relationships, romantic, you know, friendship, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and again, there can be, um, what's important about accepting that and recognizing that is that you, then you are able to, um, not be like beholden to the, to the pain that that can, that frustration can, can bring. Right. Um, and also you realize that, oh, right. Like I can't ever 
you know, that's, that's never, my, my, my hunger is never going to be filled with the, the other human, right? Or the other humans, because ultimately that hunger is something that I want, I want to satisfy completely. Okay. And, and because of God being in, in, um, invisible, it, he, it's almost like God can be consumed and not consumed. Does that make sense? It's like you can consume God and I'm saying, does that make sense? Like if somebody's going to answer me, that's hilarious. But it's like you can actually incorporate God into your own self and body even. And, and he is still sustained <laughs> because he's infinite and he is like consumed and not consumed because he's all, he is all consuming, right? God is actually the all consuming, all consuming being. So it's like, as we consume in a sense, God, he actually consumes us. And then we have this sustained union that we actually very much long for. And that's why we misplace it in, in romance, friendship, and, you know, relate even familial relationships, thinking we can find it there. And we won't ever, we won't ever. And, you know, ultimately that can just become very destructive. Um, that doesn't mean you can't, you shouldn't have like romantic familial friendships and other types of relationships, but it, what it means is to have those with the recognition that it can never be that full full and sustained uh, consuming. Okay. Um, now there are going to be st still some consuming type of aspects to those relationships, but if the recognition is, oh, right, this is not the full consuming that I, that my soul longs for, um, then you, you can, at least, I mean, if I speak from a personal perspective, if you shift that over to consuming the invisible God, there is like, that, that's where you actually find the sustenance that is sustained, which is I, weird because it's like, it's, it's quote unquote invisible. So it's like, what, but you're not eating anything. Like, what are you eating? <laughs> what, are you, what are you consuming? But actually in the fact that it's not there in the same way as like the physical presences of others, it's, it's actually always there. It's weird. It's because it's not there. It's always there. And it's always a, it's, it's actually always available. It's always abundant. Okay. Because it's always, you know, if we think about invisibility, there's a lot of that around you in your space and it's always going to be around you. Does that make any sense? So again, I don't know why I'm saying that nobody's going to respond to me, but the, but the point is, is that these are some of the thoughts that came out of this idea of like, why must God be invisible? Because it actually affords the ability to be clo the, the closest we can possibly be with God, at least in this t time and space time that we're in. Um, it, it, it affords that opportunity and it would not be afforded to us in the same way. Now, one could say like, well, you're delusional. Like you're just filling yourself up with like, with literally nothing. Like, so how are you getting filled or whatever? Right. But the interesting thing is that like in that filling and cons consuming of God, which then he really consumes, uh, God consumes us actually. Um, there is a radical, there is a radical finding that in oneself uh, which then actually develops the self. And I think you find the well, right? The like kind of the wellspring within the, one's own self, which ultimately comes from God, uh, the, the eternal internal. And um, if we think about some of the concepts of solitude and Rilke. So, 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 so yes, it's, it's, I, I don't exactly know if that, if that would answer the, the, the content, content, you know, any, uh, counters by the na the naysay the naysay person who says, well, you're just really consuming nothing. I don't know, uh, but but the thing is, it's like if we just go off of like, um, or I don't know if I can just speak anecdotally. That is something that for me makes a lot of sense um, because it's actually like again, you 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 consume the infinite um, in the in the nothing. You consume everything, and and it's always available to you, <laughs> right? 
um, it has no limitations like the human, uh, like the human forms, which have limitations just naturally. It's our, our limitations and boundaries make us also able to exist, right? Um, now, that one would say like, well, then that means God doesn't exist because he has no limitations or boundaries. Um, okay, <laughs> I mean, perhaps. Um, and I mean, that could be, and, and that's why it's like, maybe we, if we don't want to even speak about it in terms of the language of God, it's this metaphysical presence or, or the lack even, the, the lack could be a good term for this. Um, there's always, there's always lack. Okay. So it's almost like ironically to cons- consume the lack and incorporate the lack is actually the most, one of the most fulfilling things you can do because it's always, it's always something you can consume. <laughs> and it also is something that actually, um, hmm, how do I put this? How do I put this? It is, it's not exhaustive because it actually develops and progresses the self. Whereas like, if we think about consuming in, um, relationships, the risk there is that it's not, uh, because it might be used as a way to not develop the self, it actually does not progress. It can have the risk of not progressing the self in terms of its development as much. Um, now, that's not always true, but it's just something to note. So again, this, this, this idea of, the God, of God being invisible um, is, you know, these are the thoughts that came to my mind because of that phrase that came to my head while I was driving. And I hope that, that this presents some interesting thoughts um, and if there's any questions or, you know, things that I want, that I could be, that I could be contested on, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> okay, thank you all. Have a great day or evening or wherever you are in the world. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks.